got this rolling. Uh, can you just tell me what happened here this morning? Sure. So uh, right at about 4 o'clock this morning, we started receiving emergency calls from uh, neighbors here on about the 500 block of Pheasant that, um, uh, I'm sorry, the 500 block of Oakdale that uh, there was a fire and a residential fire in this pretty densely populated residential neighborhood. So um, Eugene and Springfield fire personnel responded to that structure fire. Uh, when they arrived, they found this residence fully involved in flame. Um, they began setting up their apparatus and charging uh, hoses, getting ready to fight the fire. And then they began receiving uh, gunshots. They, were, they came under fire from a gunman who was holding a rifle. Um, the rounds struck the fire truck on the windshield in several spots. Um, they sheltered and then evacuated after reporting what was going on. Um, police, Springfield police responded pretty, pretty rapidly. When they arrived, they too came under fire uh, from this gunman who was lurking in the shadows around the area where this, um, this house was on fire. And um, so we had a spontaneous law enforcement response, which many times happens with an active shooter situation. So in this case, we had uh, Eugene police and Lane County Sheriff's deputies that responded out here. Eugene responded with an armored vehicle, a Bearcat vehicle. They helped us evacuate an officer that was pinned down. And then uh, we began pursuing uh, where we had last seen this gunman. When we located kind of where we thought he had been last seen, uh, we heard a single gunshot and our officers um, approached that area and they found a 60-year-old man uh, deceased, apparently the victim of a self-inflicted gunshot wound. So um, we're operating kind of under the hypothesis that uh, this gunman set this fire uh, as an arson fire with the intent of drawing in emergency responders and then ambushing them. And uh, so uh, unusual circumstances, not necessarily something that the fire department trains for, um, but under the circumstances, I think they really performed well. Um, our systems worked well in this case. You know, we had that pretty abrupt emergency response. To, to uh, you know, uh, our, our uh, police personnel actually, after they determined that the gunman was deceased and they didn't have anybody else that was a, a suspect or a shooter, they started fighting the fire with the apparatus that was there. So our officers were spraying down the fire until the fire department could kind of reconvene. And um, so right now what we're doing is we're, it's, it's a mop-up sort of a, a situation where the fire department is making sure that uh, they had a gas leak that they were working on for a period of time. And uh, they had you know three structures, three residences that ended up being destroyed in this process. I think the delay in firefighting while the while the fire was in was was going on and the shooting was happening uh, created more chaos and more property loss uh, but thankfully at this point we're not aware of any other fatalities i think everybody got out of the of the structures so um fire department is uh, kind of doing the mop up we're doing a crime scene investigation we always in a situation like this we want to know as best we can why I mean, there's not going to be a criminal prosecution because the suspect um, committed suicide. But we always want to know why. 
and uh, so that's going to be our focus is uh, some history on this fellow he does live in the neighborhood and we know that we don't know much about him uh, other than he was a 60 year old man um, that he apparently lived alone so um, we're going to be really focusing on that so we're interviewing witnesses uh, anybody who maybe had some relationships with him and uh, try to kind of figure out what his motivation was maybe so that we can prevent this from happening again